either he was married, engaged, or had a family with nine different people. Yeah, like, that was crazy. Women. Um, Over so, the span of 10 years. Yes. So what he would do is he would get married and then um, break it off. And during that break off period, he would get engaged <laughs> to another else, girl. To another girl. And then in the meantime, he would date somebody. It's like, it's like there's like a chain. Wow. Or yeah. if he got kicked out of the house because, you know, he was, um, his real identity was uncovered. He would jump to another person's house and, or, you know, person he has, he was dating and proposes to her. All nine women didn't really even know about each other no. until after the fact, right? When, when they finally caught the guy, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, he had like multiple identities. Hi, welcome to the Magnetic Mismatch Show. This is Linda. And this is Will. And uh, before you do anything else, please make sure to subscribe and like our content on YouTube and also on Instagram at Magnetic Mismatch. And of course, make sure if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and basically every other audio platform. I'm pretty sure we're on all of them now, right? Yeah, even the little ones. <laughs> yeah, so we're everywhere, guys. You can't escape us. Um, but yeah, welcome back, you know, to another episode for our returning listeners. And if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. Welcome. We appreciate you checking in. Um, so we wanted to start off the episode with sharing a quick story about what happened recently. Uh, of course, stuff like this happens to only us, right? No, I'm just kidding. But it was pretty funny. It feels like it. <laughs> Sometimes it does. It's like, you can't make this stuff up, right? No, it's just too good to yeah. make up. So you want to tell them a little bit about what happened? Yeah, so um, Will and I, we've been trying to be really good about cooking and eating at home and just being, trying to be as trying. healthy. Trying. The keyword I mean, is trying, guys. It's, yes, <laughs> it's trying. Trying our be best, yes. Our best uh, to be as healthy as possible, right? So this one day, we didn't have anything really delicious to eat for to lunch. To prepare, yeah, or had prepared in yeah. advance, yeah. I mean, we have food, but it, it wasn't like... You didn't feel like cooking, let's put it that way. Yeah, or I didn't feel like warming up what we had in the fridge. Yeah. And so I'm like, hey, let's let's treat ourselves today since we've been so good. Yeah. Um, let's um, door dash something good because... You know, it's too late to go pick up or go cook something extra good. And we were both really busy that day. Yeah, I'm just tired. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'm just uh, deliver us some food. And I ordered from this little sandwich shop that we love a lot. Mm -hmm. right? And I was super excited for my lunch. Oh, we were both drooling. It's yeah, like, ooh, ecstatic. French baguettes. Exactly. <laughs> and so... Um, I get a, a delivery confirmation, but I was like busy on the, the phone or I don't know what I was doing. So I didn't open the, the door immediately to, to grab the, the food. I think I waited like 15, 20 minutes yeah. um, before I was able to uh, open the door to get, to get, get the food. And um, I opened the door and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't see <laughs> my food, like nothing is there. So I'm like, okay, I was like kind of sad. I was like, oh no, I hope, you know, 
someone didn't just steal our food. Right? Yeah. Because if, if they did, I would feel like, okay, it's, it's our fault for not getting it immediately. Yeah. Um, so I decided to open the, the, the app and it shows that it was delivered to the front door. That's what the app said. But you can click on it to, to look at a photo. So I, I clicked on the, the link and, I, I, and it was like someone's Instagram story, <laughs> like a screenshot of someone's Instagram story. So I showed it to Will and I'm like, hey, it's a, a picture of some guys or I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, mm-hmm. um, some person's uh, backseat with our sandwich because I recognized the, the packaging of the, that the restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. And it was like a, a caption, but it was in Spanish. <laughs> right? So I showed it to Will. With some emojis on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah with some emoji of like hearts. And yeah, this yeah. Heart and, eyes. Yeah, heart eyes and flowers. <laughs> oh, and there were flowers in yeah, the backseat yeah, yeah. too. It was like, it was, there was like flowers. And then our lunch. And our lunch in the backseat. <laughs> so I showed it to Will and Will um, typed it into Google, Google Translate. Translate yeah. And it basically said, um, what, what did it say? It said like, uh, when your boyfriend surprises you, you know he loves me or yeah, something. Yeah, like with loves gifts you. or something. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, what? We started busting out laughing because at first we were like in disbelief, right? We were like, did this did this guy send this by accident or did he mean to send this? I bet you he did it by accident, I think right? he did it by There's accident. There's no way he would have done that purposely because, you know, it's going to be seen by his employer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Or he's doing it on purpose. Maybe, Maybe. it's his Maybe last it's his day. Maybe his last day. I'm just going <laughs> to troll people. That's pretty hilarious, though. So his girlfriend, or, or I'm assuming it's a guy, right? So his, that's his, yeah, yeah. his so, girlfriend's... I, um, I think, I don't know. Oh, well, let's just assume, right, that yeah. it was his girlfriend's um, Instagram story. And I wonder... So she's under the belief that he went out of, of his, his way, way to... To buy her lunch. <laughs> How romantic. And, and you know what? It's... And I'm so sad. But it's actually so our lunch. But, but I'm so sad too because I ordered like two additional sandwiches. So I bought like four. Yeah, you went uh, like overboard. Because, yeah, yeah. Because I usually do that. If I'm going to order lunch, I'm going to order like yeah. a good amount. Because you know like, we might want some snacks later. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> so she must be like, wow, I'm so spoiled. That's hilarious. And um, so... So I'm like, okay, let's try to reorder mm-hmm. our sandwiches. Yeah. So I went back on the app and it turns out the restaurant's closed uh, at like three yeah. o'clock or something. And it was already past three. So I'm so, like total fail. Yeah. So we ended up eating like probably grass in the fridge or something. <laughs> I don't know. Just throw something together. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny. And of course that would happen mm-hmm. when you order. Yeah. But most of the time it's fine. No. They have most of the time, it's good. It's like, dude, don't you check before you send? Like, <laughs> But you know, let's be fair. We don't do DoorDash that often. Yeah. It's usually you try to pick it up at the restaurant, curbside. Yeah. yeah. So that was one of our highlights in this uh, last week, right, or so. Mm-hmm. But that's the most exciting thing so far. <laughs> it's kind of sad. <laughs> but that's all right. Um, actually, we have a good topic today, though. So that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And of course, this one, another topic that Linda picked, um, kind of out of nowhere, but I guess you can explain a little bit how you came up with this topic. But the topic is, is your partner living a double life? Okay. <laughs> so like, you know, if you've been listening to us for a while, you know that I, I like to go into these rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. I right? like just 
just like random topics because I, I I watch you know something or something caught my eye. You watch the oddest things, <laughs> and you're you're just like very a curious soul. Like you're you're always like trying to look for random stuff. I don't know. They come to me. Yeah. But and it was... you go down this black hole, right? Of just information, <laughs> and you find one thing, then you jump to another. Then like, I mean, we all do it. From and then some, and then you but... and then I get mad at you for it. Yeah, because we're I'm I'm like watching a show or something, and then I get a you like smack me, and it's like, hey, are you are you hiding something from me? And I'm like, what? Where's this coming <laughs> from? I always get like caught off guard because I never know when you you have something that you just want to bring up to me. <laughs> It's like n- random, very, very random. Yeah. But it, how it started was I got recommended by Netflix, right? It was mm-hmm. like a top 10 uh, movie. So you're blaming it on Netflix. Yeah, got it's their it. fault uh-huh. for bringing up that topic. Okay. Okay. And I mean, the, the movie was good. What was the movie called? It's called um, I Care A Lot. It's actually really good. But I don't want to spoil it too much for our audience. Mm-hmm. So but give us give us like some general. Yeah. So basically, um, Marla is the the main one of the main characters, or actually she is the main character. She owns like a a care facility for uh, like for, old people. Or yeah, just, for old people. Okay. But so like she cons them, mm-hmm. even if they don't need to um, be in the the facility. So her target. Her ideal clients, I guess her avatar, mm-hmm. uh, is um, someone who doesn't have family, who's wealthy, who doesn't have friends. So they're pretty... That's kind of sad. Yeah, they're kind of isolated. They probably have some friends, but... Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, and she kind of works with this doctor um, and the doctor kind of tips her off. Oh, so they're know. in on it together. Yeah. So it's, it's like a scheme. Yeah. It's like a lot of people. Okay. And um, so it's like, a, yeah, you're right. It's like a scheme and they, they target, you know, certain um, demographic. Demographic. Yeah. And so um, she actually, so what she does is that she brings them into her facility yeah. by force. So she'll, her and the, the doctor will call like an emergency court hearing, basically, you know, saying that this person can no longer care for themselves. They're a danger to themselves. Oh, wow. So she becomes their guardian. And when <laughs> she becomes their, their guardian, what she does is that now she has full legal access to the, the person's finances, their houses. I don't know if it's in, in the, in the world, world, real world, what, you know, how that works, but it's. Yeah. If you're somebody's guardian, you do have a lot of, a lot of, um, rights because you're technically supposed to act on the best interests of that person on their behalf, basically. Oh, wow. So what she does. She has a lot of power, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, she'll go through like their bank accounts, um, she starts um, going through their safe. They have any? Um, she starts selling away their stuff, like empty her their house to pay for the facility. <laughs> so that's how she cons them. So and, she just, yes, that's and how she makes the money. That's how she makes the money and, and to run the the facility. And um, she, and in addition to that, um, she strips them from their their cell phone. No access to cell phones. Oh man. Any cell phones and or telephone right so they're isolated from the outside world and um when the the family tries to, to visit 
if they have family. Yeah, if they have family. Yeah. In one instance, like the the person did, and she refuses to let them um see the 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 hmm. the, the mom. Okay. Right, and um, like um she'll call like security out you know they get angry she'll have it on tape and then let's say if the person uh tries to um take them to court she'll she'll bring those evidence and be like oh you can't because you're not stable and look this is how Mm. you behave in the facility kind of thing and she basically deflects it back on the the family makes them look crazy and 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 so they they never find out about what she's really doing exactly and you know from the outside people are praising her right (laughs) for taking care of these elderly people that can't defend themselves but in reality she's looked at as like a hero exactly and in reality she is conning them and isolating mm. them and it's so sad like um they medicate these um these um the patients the patients yeah. yeah and uh and make and make them feel like oh they have like dementia or something so she drugs them basically right some of them yeah i see wow that's messed up. Yeah, but um, so one of her target is a lady named Jennifer. And, you know, from the outside, even, you know, in the doctor's perspective, the, the one that's been taking care of, of her was like, oh, she's like the, the, the ideal uh, client or patient, right? Is someone who doesn't have family, doesn't have friends, very, lives in a very wealthy area. So she, she, nobody knows her, but she has a lot of money. So if if they basically take advantage of her, then no one would, no know. One would know. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of their, the person that works at the, the facility that's in on the scheme does mm-hmm. research. And um, she's like, yeah, you know, this person really doesn't have any family or any, any, any um, friends. And, you know, she works, you know, they basically did a, a background check on her. Right. But um, it turns out... Um, that she's actually not that person that they did research on. The name is just a, a name that they've stripped from a dead person. So she's using an alias. Yes. Uh-huh. So the real her, right, uh, whoever she is, so they stripped her background and they gave her an alias name and they also stripped the background of the alias um, person. Um, so... You know, they basically gave her a brand new identity. Mm-hmm. And in reality, her son is like part of like the, I don't know, the mafia or something. Oh, damn. Yeah. So she's associated with a lot of high power people. Oh, okay. But the, the, the main character, the one that's scamming these elderly folks doesn't know that. Yes. Does not know that. So it's kind of like karma, right? Because now the, the target that she thinks is oh she's like helpless is actually connected to the mob yeah exactly oh and so that's kind of the story right and yeah then, so it's it, it brings up a you know a really good point so, so you went from that to to this topic of like yeah, living because, a double life i guess that's true both of the characters are both, both of them right because um on the surface level like whoever that meets them or you know or knows them from a surface it's like the, the their identity is completely different from who they actually hmm. really right are yeah they're hiding their real self or their other self from 
the world, people, basically. Yeah, the world or somebody close to them, potentially, right? Mm -hmm. So is that why you smacked me? Because you thought I'm living a double life? What do you think? I'm a, like a secret agent or something? No, and then from there... And even if I were, I can't tell you. <laughs> no, I know you're not. Because um, for the last like year and couple months, <laughs> we've been spending like 20, been trapped at home together. 24 hours together. And That's I know true. nothing really exciting happens for you. <sighs> yeah, we don't leave the house too much, unfortunately. <laughs> no, we try to be safe. Yeah, so I know where you are 24-7. <laughs> and, and you're not that clever. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. Jabs left and right. Okay. Get back on with your story. Okay, fine. And then... I got recommended um, a YouTube video. It's so you saw that and then you got recommended. Another by recommendation. Okay. So I'm like, maybe the universe oh is trying goodness. to tell me something, right? So it's basically about a guy. And I think I showed you the video too. Which video? You show me a lot of videos. The one that had like, um, was married like. Oh, the Oprah one? Yeah, like nine different okay. families. Yeah, that one was a good one. That was like, yeah, an interesting so, one. So like, um, this guy's a con art artist. Right, he targets, um, I think, like very, um, I guess, like um, successful women, mm -hmm. and he he had family or he was married, either he was married, engaged, or had a family with nine different people. Yeah, like, that was crazy. Women um, over so, the span of ten years. Yes. So what he would do is he would get married and then. Um, break it off and during that break off period he would get engaged <laughs> to another else, girl to another girl and then in the meantime he would date somebody it's like it's like there's like a chain wow or yeah. if he got kicked out of the house because you know he was um his real identity was uncovered he would jump to another person's house and or you know person he has he was dating and proposes to her yeah, it was, it was a pretty gnarly story, and it's as real, right? Be, because the um, all the spouses or all nine women didn't really even know about each other no. until after the fact, right? When when they finally caught the guy, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. But um, he had like multiple identities with each woman. He would be like posing as like a military officer for a pilot, a pilot. Um, another one was like I don't know, just like a, a wealthy successful guy right that he said he has all this money and he was taking like the girl house shopping her parents house shopping mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah and then they were also talking about, like some of the women were talking about how like he had uh like when he broke it off with them his personality was almost like a 180 like completely different yeah or like um one of the the ladies uh she was talking about how um at the day they got married mm -hmm. um um after the the ceremony was done, he switched and he's like, I want a divorce. <laughs> the same day that they got married. Yeah, and she was like obviously upset. Dude, that's but that crazy. set the tone for the, the marriage. You oh, know? I and, feel so bad for them. Yeah. yeah, and then this one time uh he pulled a gun on one of them too. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just like he had these like triggers. Yeah, but the point is that like with that kind of story, it was like he basically was a con artist. And none of these women had any clue that that's what he actually was doing uh, and, and who he was, right? Who his true identity, true self is, yeah. that he had been conning these people all along or stringing them along, even though they um, married him, right? Or got engaged to him. Mm -hmm. 
And, and I thought about it and I'm like, but how did they not know? Right. That was the interesting part. How do you not know? I think that's a, one of the questions that were brought up too. It's because yeah. he was so good at it. Right. And, you know, one of the, the ladies were um, saying that, you know, whenever he was out of town or, you know, seeing another, another woman, um, his excuse was, oh, I was trapped in the, the, the storm or this or that. But well, he was volunteering to or, help with the yeah. hurricane victims, I think. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but in reality, he was staying at someone else's house. His other families. Yeah. Right. So he always had something or he was going on a business trip or this or that. Right. But you hear that a lot in real it life. It does happen. It I does mean, happen. Yeah. And I, I think like the human brain, we love to make make things make sense. Yeah. Right? You fill in the blanks. You fill in the blanks. So it's easy to, especially when it's someone you care about, you yeah. want to justify, you want to believe them. But I think that that brings up like a a very important thing is to trust your instinct. Mm. There might something in your instinct will tell you, hey, something doesn't make sense. Yeah, because like when I saw that and we're talking about this topic, it's kind of like to me, it's like I don't want to be that partner that's paranoid of or, or like constantly being clingy or insecure and and I need to know every minute where you're at or who you're with right I don't want to be that person but then at the same because I want to I want to I want to trust you right I think that's we talk about that a lot on our podcast is that trust is a very important part of a healthy relationship but then I also don't want to be a fool right if there's something going on or if there's like if you're living a second life or you're doing something that I'm not aware of that's harmful to the relationship or to me or whatever. Um, obviously I would want to know, I don't want to fall and be a victim to that. Mm -hmm. So where do you draw the, that kind of line? Like, you know, to, to not be clingy, but at the same time, not be like naive either and gullible. Yeah. I mean, I do understand that, you know, it's important to trust in a relationship, right? Because most relationships are built on trust. That's right. Like one of the most important factors. But um, it's kind of hard because it's like sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes, like, I think you also, when you're so in love with somebody, you, you like, you kind of overlook things. It's like when you have, or, or not even love, like even if you have a good friend, you can't see them a certain way except for what you think you, or what you want to see in them, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is a good person. They're harmless, right? This or that. And I will always see you do that. But then if you do something out of character, it might not even trigger uh, any red flags for me because yeah. that's my, who I see you as. That's the identity that I've kind of put you in, right? And, I think when you're in a relationship, sometimes that can be harmful because we lose almost our sense of like, um, we lose that sense of of being a little bit cautious. You know what I mean? Because you want to trust your partner. Yeah. Right? It's like when you're in a relationship with somebody, you always want to feel like, you want to feel like you can trust that person 100%. And you should, right? For the and, most part, like yeah. 90% of the time. 100%? Um, I don't know if 100% is realistic no. in the sense that, like, you don't even question anything. Like, 
if the person is showing up at like 3 a.m. on a work night and they don't have a good reason. I think if something feels off and, you know, if the stories constantly don't match, then I think like Like how, for like, example? Let's say, for example, um, uh, your spouse is always like, okay, I have a business trip or... or okay, let's, let's say, say I, 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 you know, I have you, a business trip, Okay, right? let's say you're like, oh, I went on a business... I have to go on a business trip. Um, yeah, I'm leaving this Friday. I won't be back for a week. Yeah, and let's say... Um, and, you know, you're trusting, right? You're like, yeah, yeah I, that's okay, fine. sure. It's for work, right? Yeah, but let's say if he comes home from the, the trip and he's refusing to share any details or any photos or, um, or you know, or anything. That I was even there. That you were even there. Or let's say you happen to um, go to a work function and, and you know, you happen to ask, you know, someone, oh, how was that, that work trip? Like a colleague or something? Yeah, like a colleague. How was that work trip last week, right? And they're like, what work trip? We don't have any. We haven't Ooh. had any for like three years. You know, it's like yeah. kind of like, wait a minute. So the story doesn't, doesn't add up. Or if your your friends are telling you, hey, like, you know, because you're, or I hope you have friends that will tell you the truth, even if it's hard. Uh, friends or family. And if your friends or family telling you hey something like i just feel it in my instinct like this person is is it's no good or it's um not good or you know or or they have a side of them that you don't see yeah or like something seems off about Uh that person right and i think it's really worth looking into but doesn't that make you crazy though doesn't that make you insecure where's the trust then i mean you should just trust me i'm saying i'm going to a freaking work event trust me yeah i'll trust you but you know (laughs) but but if i don't feel secure or if there's something that feels off then it doesn't hurt to just look into it i see and how deeply would you look into it Mm, maybe if he talks me if let's say if i sent him a, a talks and yeah and i'm like hey are you coming home today and he's like no i'm working late in the office right Uh Maybe I'll just show up one day. Just to see. <laughs> well, you're going to bring dinner, right? Like, yeah. oh, sweetie, I just brought you dinner. And if you but have, in reality, your agenda is to see if he's really there. Yeah. And if you don't have anything to hide, I yeah. think you would ha- be more than happy to uh, see that dinner. Because maybe, maybe if I'm not there and I'm actually just a gambleholic and I'm at the casinos and I'm betting our future away, that mm-hmm. could be me too, right? That could be what I'm doing. It doesn't have to be like cheating or something else, you know. Yeah. It's just you know I'm lying to you about what my other identity is. Yeah. But that's hard though. It's like sometimes you really don't know. Um, no matter how long you've been with somebody yeah, too. Yeah, it's kind of like that uh, the, that girl, K- Kelly, I think that's uh-huh. her name. In, yeah. In, on um, Bling Empire. Yep. Uh, how she was talking about um, she was married to somebody for a couple of years and... You know, they were super uh, wealthy, but yeah. the reason why they were really wealthy was because the person she was married to was committing fraud. Right. I think it was like tax ta- on taxes or something like I'm that. I'm not right? sure what he was doing, but um, but yeah, she was like, we were so wealthy. Like at one point they were charging like what 400 grand a month on, on their Amex card mm-hmm. and then she lost everything yeah and her comment was wow maybe you really don't know the person you you know you're sleeping next to 
Yeah. Because they're so good. She thought it, it was legit, like the money came from a successful business, but yeah. it was actually criminal activities, basically, that, that created that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's an, ex- that's an extreme example for sure. Yeah. So I think it's good sometimes maybe just to, you know, if things don't make sense or if things seem too good to be true, to question and ask. Mm, yeah. So are you telling our audience to not trust their partners? No, I'm not saying that. But I, I'm just I think kidding. It's, I'm teasing you. It's always it's always good to um, to look for for cues, right? Or there be or and I'm not saying just like um, we're not only talking about long term relationships. It's just whether people. you're dating or meeting somebody or your friends mm-hmm. um, or, you know, people you want to bring into your life. Yeah. Right. It's, it's good to be observant. Right. Um, because, you know, like they, like they say, right. The um, number one, um, I think the number one criminal for robberies come from someone, you know, so that says a lot. It's like the people you bring into your life, you should be careful. Hmm. Because you, you don't really, like, sometimes you don't really know exactly what their motives are, right? But there are cues. And I, I think, I mean, I hope, I believe there, there are cues, like the way they treat others. Or, you know, do they have friends that, you know, speak highly of them? Or, um, you know, or when you talk to them, are there stories like, inconsistent right there are cues so it makes me think about like with dating um you know like i don't think most people would do like a background check or i did you do a background check on me i didn't do one on you maybe i should have that's where i messed up (laughs) uh (laughs) but it's not something that people think about right like this person could be a sex offender this person could be a a, a convicted killer or whatever right like or this person could have committed crimes or things like that that you just don't know yeah and they might present themselves with a certain identity but in reality they have another identity uh that you you have no idea right who that person is you hear stories all the time about this kind of stuff right like people that marry a serial killer or somebody that marries um you know somebody that uh is not who you think they are Mm -hmm. right it does happen so i mean obviously i don't want people to feel like you know it's just a good they're afraid to date i think it's a good topic to think about and 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 it goes the other way too i feel um, there are a lot of people with quote unquote criminal backgrounds, but they're innocent. Mm-hmm. Like you hear that all the time. So it's kind of like you you don't really ever know a person, even if you do a background check. Yeah, it's not definitive necessarily. But um, I think it's like a lot of this is about trust, right? And And like we said, finding that balance between trust. And I think where people run into issues is maybe like what we're trying to say is like, even if you trust that person, don't lose your common sense. Don't lose um, your your uh, gut instinct. Your gut instinct, because that's what protects you. You know, we kind of have that for a reason, right? Our intuition or um, our antennas are up whenever mm-hmm. something doesn't feel right. Uh, no matter who it is, it's always important, I think, to maintain that because a lot of times we, that's why they say love is blind because a lot of times we overlook or we almost like block out 
even if the information is there, yeah. the signs are there that something is wrong or something is not um, making sense, we, like you were saying, we tend to make it make sense in our own minds. Yeah. So that this person fits this specific identity yeah, or image that we have of them, right? Yeah. And don't dismiss um, what your family and friends and other people are telling you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. sometimes you can't see those those qualities or, or actions that they they're doing yeah uh, <laughs> because they might only treat you a certain way yeah um but it, it can happen to all of us right even people we we work with or people in our everyday lives that we come across again you know this could be joe schmo and they seem perfectly normal but we might not know that they actually have some other things going on in their life right another actually, identity bringing that up um, I do have a good story. <laughs> do I need to get some popcorn? <laughs> yeah, actually, this is this is good. Talking about, um, you know, the Joe Schmo on the street, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so I worked for this company many years ago. Um, Don't say the employer. No, of course <clears throat> not. But it doesn't matter. They've changed names a couple okay. of times after that. So Got it. you won't be able to trace back. Um, so I worked for this company and... This guy, he actually delivers for the company. Like, he delivers, um, like, supplies for us. Oh, okay. So, like, a UPS person or? Yeah, but it was, it's like a third party. Oh, I see. Yeah. Specific for your company. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Specific for our company. And, and sometimes he does, like, little, like, handiwork here and there. But mostly it's, like, deliveries. Okay. Um, and so, he the does delivery it, guy. Yeah, yeah. He does it for multiple branches. Um is it only for your company or is yeah, it other only for there? our company he does it for uh, different branches and um you know I, well i wasn't there when uh, i wasn't um i've never met the guy mm-hmm. but so it's like describe him like is it just like but from what i've heard from the other uh-huh. employers is that he just seemed like a, a normal guy okay right and i actually talked to um i was at a conference and i was talking to one of like the the like managers at a, another branch and they they're the ones that brought up the story right mm-hmm. because they're like hey remember this guy and everyone's like yeah he's like super normal like i didn't Does he know bring you guys donuts and stuff no 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 he wasn't <laughs> that friendly but you know i didn't know what where they were getting i uh-huh. thought they were just like, like remi- so random yeah, yeah i thought they were just like reminiscing about like an old employee or something right, right, right? right. it's one of those so yeah. they're like yeah um they're like call yeah, him joe yeah, yeah call him joe uh, Joe, do you guys remember Joe, the, the delivery guy? And everyone's like, yeah, he seemed like super normal. And then one of the managers like, yeah, he used to come on the weekends when uh-huh. I was by myself into into the, the branch and, yeah. you know, delivered. He was super nice. Like, you know, he, they're like, oh, I, we remember him. He wasn't like very talkative. You know, he just kind of did his job and he left the site. Mm-hmm. Seems really normal. Yeah, nothing said, special about said him. Said hi to him. Okay. Right. And it turns out listen to this they found out he was a serial killer what yes and they serious i swear they found that that's at your at your former company yeah he was like he wasn't specific at my branch but he delivered to a lot of the the the, the branches so a lot of people knew him wait is this guy in jail or yeah he's in jail he was like guy that um i guess was storing like body parts in the refrigerator or something 
Yeah, and and everyone was like, like freaking, like you know, they were like kind of giggling when they were telling. You never the story. told me this story. Yeah, I think I did. No. No. Okay. No, well. you did not tell me this okay, story. Well, I would have remembered this one. Well, you know, I I know a lot. You of... You have a lot of like random stories. Ew, I don't know why. I just like. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. So so he was one of the guys that were. Like one of the killers that were storing like body parts in the, his like basement refrigerator or something, and they were like telling the stories, but kind of like chuckling because they they don't oh I don't know my. if they're nervous or because they've interacted with him before. Yeah, and like on a weekend, and you know, usually on the weekend, it's like you're alone or you have yeah. one, one other person, so it's like you know, and <gasps> oh it's just God. like come on in, you know, come on in. <laughs> Damn. So nobody had any idea. No one had any clues. How could you, right? How could like, you? Uh, I mean, see, that's the thing, right? Like, even if, and we're talking about just, I mean, that's a little bit more casual, you know. That's like somebody at work potentially, and and you don't even know, like, behind that smile or whatever is a monster. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and his background check came out clear. <laughs> obviously, he until, hadn't been caught before until right? now, right? <laughs> wow, that's wild. That's wild. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> But they, how did they finally catch him? I don't, I don't know the the full details, but people were just. But talking. this was after, obviously. This right? was after, after the fact. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, that's that's nuts. Yeah. So that makes you kind of like paranoid in the sense that like it could be you know somebody anybody right could be. I mean, we all have different masks too. You know, I think sometimes people forget that we put on a certain uh, persona. Right in diff- in front of different people, you act a certain way. But I would say most people, you're not acting that differently. You no. know, where it's like almost a completely different person. But I wonder with that person, like in that you're talking about, that I mean, that's a crazy story. But it's like, imagine you were close with that person. Mm-hmm. I bet like people that he knew like well, they probably had no idea. They probably had and some people they they hide it so well, right? Yeah. They were probably at his house. Oh man! So who know? Yeah. So it's just like one of those things. It's keep your antennas up. Yeah, it's like you could do a background check. You mm-hmm. you know I joke about it, right? It's like, You're just oh, scaring people now. It's like yeah. no, <laughs> I'm but, never dating again. But that ha- <laughs> that's a true story. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like. You know, you could do a background check. He would have came out clear. He would have came clear. He would have been cleared mm-hmm. uh, until now. But, you know, before him getting caught, like, you don't know. Mm-hmm. But. I, I don't know how those people. I mean, like, obviously with people like that, their their brain is wired differently. And so that's an extreme case, right? Mm-hmm. Like somebody that's killing people. But what about, like, just somebody else that's um maybe uh like they have another issue like a a gambling issue or like a drinking problem and and they're hiding it from their spouse they're just a different person and i'm always surprised of like i said earlier is like i just I, i don't know how like um as someone that close because i don't understand it right that there's no signs or that that raised the red flags, you know, maybe like we were saying, it's because you trust that person so much and you want to see them for who you think you have, the image you have in your mind of Mm -hmm. them, right? I don't know. I guess that's the only explanation for it, you know? Yeah. But 
I feel like there are some professions that kind of forces them to be almost like a double person. So like, let's say if you're, um, I don't know, a CIA. Is that what they call them? Yeah. CIA, FBI. Yeah. yeah. Right, there are secrets that they true. have to... That's true. It doesn't always have to be a bad identity, a second no. identity, right? It's like things that they can't even like disclose, disclose or tell or they have to hold some secrets to their Dang, grave. Yeah. So it's like, you know, there's, um, there's them at work and then there's them at home. That's true. And they have to learn how to separate those two. Yeah. I mean, you do that to some extent, like no matter what your, right, right, your, right. You know, uh, profession is, but... For some people, I feel like they have to take it to another level, mm-hmm. and it's, I, it just like and they get so good at that, yeah, that they they can turn a switch on and off, right? Yeah, it's kind of like that um, History Channel. Show yeah, we watched you. a special on UFOs again, watching <laughs> random stuff, and they were talking about this. They were interviewing this guy that works for Area Fifty One, and basically he's been with that with that government sector sector for pretty much his whole life, right? Mm -hmm. His whole whole working career, at least. Before he even went public, that there's an Area 51. Right, and then, you know, he pretty much said, like, none of his family knows any of the secrets. None of, a lot of them don't even know uh, that that was what he does, Mm -hmm. right? That he works for a secret arm of the government, and he's pretty much taking that with him to the grave. Yeah. How how do you do that? Like, if you're the person living the double life, like, man, that's that's uh, impressive in a way too. Like, to be able to hold all those secrets or to be able to juggle, like, not you know, tripping me, over your own lies. Exactly. And knowing me, I feel like I have to tell somebody. Yeah. I have to. Yeah, that's why. Like, I would never be able to do a double life because I I wouldn't be able to hold the secret with you. I'd be like, oh, I gotta tell her, gotta or tell her. or I'll just I'm not that slick with it. You know, I'll just be like, you'll find out very quickly. Like, wait, something's off here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's interesting too because um, when you think of double having like a double life, it's always about oh, it's like the guy either cheating or mm-hmm. you know another family. But you know, you can have a double life. I feel like with your kids too. Mm. How do you mean? <laughs> I feel like you're, you've got a, a story here or I, something you want to share. I know. I just want you guys to think I'm a freak. <laughs> it might be a little too late for that if anybody's been listening for a while. But I don't know why. I just like, like just, I just meet such random people. Wait, you know somebody in this I situation? Do. What do you, okay, what, what? I do know. Tell us more details. Okay, so... I'm not going to disclose his relationship because I don't want it to get traced back or anything. Call, call You got to give them a name, though. Okay, give let's them. call him Joey. Okay, uh, Joey. So we know, went from Joe, Joe to Joey. To Joey. Got, okay, got I'm not it, very creative, it. okay? <laughs> so let's call him Joey. So Joey um, is um, a gambler. Okay. But Joey, you know, wins here and there but like pretty good money like 50 grand here 100 grand so there. he's okay yeah he's pretty consistent pretty consistent and joey loves to gamble him and his wife okay they love to gamble oh a gambling couple yeah so well the wife doesn't gamble but she goes to the the casino with him oh i see like she's like the support yeah 
And Joey and the wife, you know, goes probably multiple times a week and stays at a, the, an, like a hotel. They do like fine dining. Oh, damn. The right. high rollers. Yeah. Yes. So they get the special oh, treatment. Yeah, and they and sit at the, you know, the special seat. Yeah, the, the high roller table. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't gamble, so I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, like a VIP, basically. Just from the stories I've Because if you go often enough and you bet a lot, you, you, you gamble a lot of money, yeah. they start giving you perks. Yeah, he was and saying that him and his wife gets free hotel stays. Yeah, you get upgrades, you get nicer rooms, you get, a lot of times they'll pay for you to go out to somewhere like Vegas, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they'll pay for your trip to come out there because they know you're going to gamble. Yeah, and like um, lobster dinner. But then yet, his kids... Little Timmy and... Little Timmy and Todd. <laughs> little Timmy and little Todd, okay. Yeah, okay. They're, they're, they're probably like grown now. They're probably like um, in their 20s now. Okay. But, you know, we know Timmy and Todd when they were a lot younger. And um, he would... He was like very frugal with them. And when I meant like frugal, like let's say if they had to take the bus, he would like the give the kids. Yeah, the, the little kids, Timmy and little Todd. Little Timmy and little Todd, he would give them, let's say if the bus fare is like 75 cents, that is all they're getting is 75 cents. To the penny. Yeah, to the penny. <laughs> right? And he wouldn't, he only, he made them wear only secondhand clothes. Timmy and Todd never got to go shopping. Um, like he was just like very frugal with them, and like so did the kids think they were poor or something? Yeah, they lived like they were poor. <laughs> okay. And um, Timmy and Todd, you know, went. To, it's graduated from high school and it's college time, and Timmy and Todd, you know, is asking for a car. They're not asking for anything luxurious or at least help. With the car. Yeah, something functional. Uh, something something functional. And, you know, I'm pretty sure Timmy, they could have negotiated to pay him back. The answer was no. Hmm. And Timmy and Todd had to continue taking the bus to school. And, you know, it's very difficult. Why did he say no? Why did the dad say no? Because. Um, or uh, Joey. Why did Joey say no? Joey said no because they don't have money. Oh, they can't afford it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. But little do they know that Joey has money. That can from the gambling. Be, from the gambling, yeah. And he and uh, his wife are high rolling every weekend. Yeah, so they're enjoying a luxury <laughs> life on the weekend, but yet, you know, when they but come But they home, don't share it with their kids. Exactly. Well, maybe because the kids can't go to the casino. Oh, but they could stay at the resorts but, and stuff in the hotels. But you know? I mean, I mean, in that case, you know, Timmy and Todd just wants to that go to college. That is so messed up. Like, Timmy if and Todd just wants to go to college <laughs> and not have to take the bus. Because, you know, it's hard. Sorry, sorry, sons. Um, we can't, you know, pay for your college because mommy and daddy have to go They're on a luxurious... They're not even asking to pay for college. They're <laughs> no. just asking to help with a car. For a car to get to college. To get to college. We got the tuition. Yeah, because oh, they could take a student loan, right? So they, they thought they were poor this whole time, but they didn't know that their parents were actually very or wealthy or had money. Or they're not more well, than what they have. Yeah, more than what you know, they were getting. The lifestyle yeah. they were living. Wow. Okay. Maybe they were just trying to teach them, you know, about life. I mean, I understand that, but that's that's, that's pretty pretty extreme. <laughs> I would be so mad if I was Timmy or like Todd. Todd. 
like if I found out my parents, you made me like you just gave me 75 cents for the freaking bus or you didn't you couldn't buy me a car. And you guys are like on the weekends going to these like five star resorts or hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you're you're eating lobster and steak for dinner. Yeah. And we're not we're not getting anything. We're getting freaking like, I don't know, the Lunchables. Yeah. But that kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know if you've seen it, but Little Fires Everywhere with no. Reese Witherspoon. Is that a movie or and something? I or? think Carrie Washington. No, it's a Netflix series. Oh, no, I haven't no. seen it. But so Carrie, she plays, a, I don't remember her, her um, character name, but um, she basically has a, a daughter Right. And I'm not going to go into too much details, but they live basically in the, the car mm-hmm. or like, you know, from place to place because they don't have money. Right. But it turns out, you know, the daughter eventually finds out that they actually have money. Hmm. Um, so the same kind of scenario, same kind of scenario, because she was left with this this painting from her. Um, ex-girlfriend she's like a famous artist like a really famous artist and as um, you know secure she passed away but before she passed away she kind of she gave um, her um, a very like famous like I don't know painting or art that she she made right so basically if she was ever in need of money is to sell that away Mm -hmm. and it would have gotten her a lot of money for it and, but then yet the daughter finds out and she was like furious because she's like, she lived her whole life thinking that they were so poor that they couldn't afford anything and, you know, sleeping in the car to finding out that her mom is actually very wealthy. So she was hiding her wealthy identity from her own daughter. Yeah. Why did she do that though? Well, it's because she was, there is a long, I don't want to oh, okay. spill, but she was trying I, to I'm just trying to her, figure that out. Like, why would you do that to your kids? She identity, like, but, you know, um, because of an incident. So even happens. in the case of parents, it can happen. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> so basically, in this episode, we're telling you guys. <laughs> be suspicious of everybody. Be suspicious of everybody. Oh, just kidding. No, I mean, I think the moral of the story or, or our takeaway with this discussion is <laughs> just um trust but also still like what's that that uh, saying trust but verify right like trust and and still also um keep your antennas up and and don't lose that that side of you that's uh, meant to protect you you know yeah uh doesn't matter who it is and don't be linda and go down this rabbit hole yeah i don't know where it'll <laughs> end but okay, um, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I think that kind of wraps things up. And so uh, make sure again to follow us if you already aren't um, on our YouTube channel and Instagram at Magnetic Mismatch. And make sure to subscribe and give us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Yeah. And make sure to follow us on uh, Instagram because we're planning on doing a, a little um, giveaway soon. Yeah. So just make sure you don't miss out on that um, opportunity to enter. Yeah. And also uh, make sure to tune in every Thursday because that's when we release a new episode. Yep. So until next time. Bye, bye. guys.